everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Let's go back together and tell the younger version of ourselves these things, because I'm sure they need to hear this. I would tell her that I forgive her. And that I know she was trying the best that she absolutely could with what she knew that she had and what she knew at that moment in life. I would tell her that she doesn't need to try so hard to get someone to love her. I would tell her to listen to her gut feelings and her instincts and to know when something doesn't feel right, it's probably because it's not. I would tell her that it's okay to let go of something that isn't serving her anymore I would tell her that I know that it feels scary to let go of something familiar, but letting go will only open up new doors and there's nothing to be afraid of. I would tell her that someone shouldn't have to lose you in order to see your worth. And I would tell her that I'm really proud of her because somehow she got through it when she didn't think that she would. This was a reel that uh, was put up by Natalie Bell on Instagram. If you don't follow her, you should. And it got me through a really tough time uh, just even a couple months ago. And she was actually asked, what would you tell your younger self if you had the chance to go back and have a conversation with her? And what's funny is that I asked about podcast topics uh, a couple of times over the last few weeks, and someone asked me to answer the same question. And so that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast is my answer to what it is that I would tell my younger self in hopes that it connects with you and maybe allows for you to find peace with some similar things. So before we do that, though, let's go ahead and talk about the taco of the week. Y'all, I made my own homemade tzatziki sauce and that homemade tzatziki sauce got put on these tacos And I don't know if you're a fan of like sun-dried tomatoes and just delicious, savory meat all mixed up together with that combination and some goat cheese. That's basically what the taco was. So tzatziki tacos is what I'm calling it because otherwise there would be like 17 words (laughs) if I was to explain everything that's on this taco. It's delicious. And if you are a fan of like Mediterranean Greek cuisine, you're going to need to go and check out the show notes before you leave the episode today. All right. (sighs) Let's jump into it, shall we? Um, I'm excited for this podcast, honestly. And I think that before I get into what I would tell my younger self, being in the shoes that I'm in today, I think I should go back and tell you guys a little bit more about me in my younger self, in my younger days, uh, just to give you an idea of not necessarily just the wounds, but why I am the way that I am today and why I've had to overcome certain things. So uh, I would say overall, childhood, I had a pretty awesome life, amazing parents, great sister, um, I was involved in competitive sports, so I was a competitive dancer for 13 years. I also played competitive softball. I I did the things, right? And so from the outside looking in, you know, people typically saw me as this happy, you know, just really energetic gal. Um, On the inside, I would say that 
that was pretty consistent up until, you know, the middle school, high school years where things started to shift a little bit. Um, When I was in school, you know, girls are mean. Let's just call it for what it is. Girls, but just people in general, they can be sour. Especially at that age when you're, you know, end of middle school, beginning of high school, drama, gossip, all that stuff is real. And I was lucky enough, lucky enough to go to a school that was insanely small where my graduating class was 20 people big. Uh, So I was with the same people from like seventh grade until I graduated high school. So it's just bound to happen where you kind of get stuck in, I don't want to say toxic environments. That's not necessarily what it was, but you just, people know too much about you and things can get twisted really easily, right? And so there's just certain situations that I would say that happened, and I honestly can't even recall half of really what it was, but just certain things where drama arose, and I was the person that got picked picked on and faulted for, and so I was the person that would spend lunches alone, like hiding in teachers' classrooms and eating alone, and... um, I wouldn't go like out to games or anything like that, which is like all the fun in being in high school is just like having friends and going out and doing things with them. Like I was usually home on the weekends. Um, And when I wasn't just home on the weekends or at school, I was also a competitive dancer. And if you guys know anything about like competitive dancing or just competitive sports in general, you spend a lot of your time on the field doing the thing. Uh, And that was me. Like I spent several hours of my week at the dance studio rehearsing for upcoming competitions. And I made a pretty interesting switch about halfway through my dance career where I went from one studio that I grew up at to a different studio that was more ballet based, taught a lot of technique and they were amazing. But I was the outlier. I was almost felt like the donkey coming into the bunch of beautiful horses. I don't know why I thought of that, but that's just what I thought of. Uh, I wasn't technically as trained. And these girls have literally been together since they were young. So friends wise, I didn't really have any. And I don't say this is like a sad sob story by any means. But uh, in addition to just that sort of, uh, I guess, situation, being a competitive dancer, you literally volunteer yourself to go up on stage and to be judged, to have people tell you that you don't look the right way, that you don't have the correct technique, that basically you're just not good enough. (laughs) And so I didn't know it at that point in my life, but there was a lot of those things that were impacting me, not just the being up on stage, but the friendships that I had that were not great throughout the middle school, high school phase. Um, and just those experiences of just being alone and feeling completely ostracized to again, like facing that even in my dance career, just always feeling like I never belonged and I was always left out. So let me tell you, college was the best thing in the world. Uh, cause I got out of all those situations and I got to finally just live a little bit. But even then there was a lot of those habits and tendencies and mindsets that traveled with me. And so I'll stop there, but I hope what you can gather from that is um, I had to fight to prove myself in a lot of aspects. Like if I could say that what was the biggest thing that I struggled with, it was proving myself or feeling like I had to prove myself that I was enough, that I was worthy. Um, And that's played a lot into who I am today and the things that I try to overcome today. And so you're going to notice some of the things that I would tell my younger self have to do with that. But I'll start off with the first one. 
Um, and this one has nothing whatsoever to do with what I just mentioned. It actually has to do with the younger Kayla uh, as of, I would say, you know, four to five years ago. And that's to focus on what you want to be capable of over aesthetics. Um, the biggest change in my life was when I decided to leave toxic relationships behind and all of the previous mindsets that were no longer serving me and my unhealthy lifestyle and get myself back into better shape. Like my 75 pound weight loss transformation is easily the thing that people know most about me. Um, and it was a huge decision, but it was also a decision based off of, I want to look better. Yes, I wanted to feel better, but mostly I wanted to look better because I thought that maybe I would be accepted. I thought that maybe I would love myself more, not just in the mirror, but just in general, if I looked better, right? And that sounds kind of shallow to say, but I feel like a lot of people go through that, have maybe very similar experiences. You might be going through that right now, and I'm not going to say that you're wrong or shallow for ever thinking that, but what I encourage you and what I would encourage my younger self is to more quickly realize that it is not about what you look like. No one's ever going to remember what you look like. It's all about what you are capable of doing because the moment that I started switching my health journey from that, not only was I seeing, you know, my my physique change, but my confidence was changing. The way that I was talking to myself was changing. The things that I was wanting to try, it was changing. And that is such an important shift that I hope that so many of you listening to this can make that it's not about what size you wear. It's not about the number on the scale. It is truly about what do you want to say that you did in this life? What is going to allow for you to truly live life full out to the max? Get your mind, your body, your emotions, get yourself fit for that because that means way more. The next thing that I would tell my younger self is this tip, which is if it won't matter in five years from now, don't spend more than five minutes dwelling on it. Um, I love this tip so much because I feel like these days it's super easy to maybe take things personal or to get ticked off about something when something doesn't go your way or whatever it be, right? Where these little things nitpick at us. And so sometimes when that happens for me nowadays, I'll sit there and think, hmm, okay, is this one thing going to actually matter in a couple years from now? And if it doesn't, I don't want to spend more than five minutes talking about it, dwelling on it, because then I'm actually wasting my life. And that's not fun, right? The time that we have in this life, I feel like is so limited. (laughs) And I don't want to spend my time dwelling on the things and the shit that just doesn't matter. So I'm not saying don't process your feelings. Obviously, take what you need to in order to get it out and to leave it behind and to not just put a Band-Aid over it to only have to reseek it again. But... What I am saying, though, is seriously, if it's not going to matter in a few years from now, it is not worth your time and your energy. The next thing that I would tell my younger self is that resistance and fear are where freedom lies. I think, again, kind of going back to the last one a little bit, when we experience that resistance in our life, when we come head up with something and we're absolutely terrified it's really easy for us to just step away because of just how we are built as human beings, how our brains, how evolution has evolved our brains over time, right? It's just a part of our complex as a human being is to not be afraid, right? To, To step away from anything that is unknown. And anytime there's resistance, just to find a way to come back to ground level. 
And if there's anything that I've learned over these last couple of years from leaving my job, a six-figure job, to go down to zero to start my own business and completely just revamping my entire career, to just so many other things that I've done, walking on fire, like, (laughs) you know, starting Ninja Warrior and being on two seasons of the show, like all of these things. I leaned into this idea that fear is your green light and resistance is truly where all the magic and growth is at. And so if I was to go back and tell my younger self this, I would tell her just that, that in those moments where she felt afraid, that she felt like she was doing things wrong because things weren't going perfectly, that she was exactly where it is that she was supposed to be, that that resistance, that that fear is everything. And it's going to teach her how to be so strong so that when something down the road comes her way, she can overcome it. No problem. No questions asked. The next thing that I would tell my younger self is that she gets to define success. When I was younger, um, my dad, and I'm very thankful for this, I, I definitely don't knock this, but I was taught to work really hard. And um, I had a job by the age of 14. Fun fact, I worked at Waterworld. That was my very first job. If you're from Colorado, you will know what that is. And I was a bags and tubes girl. So I literally checked people's bags and lugged tubes up some big hills. Then I worked for Kmart, LOL, all the things, right? So I was working at such a young age before I got even into the food service industry. And I've been working ever since. And What I had thought from anything from my school career to my professional career to even athletics, just any of those careers, is that success was big accomplishments, making money, titles, um, maybe material things. It was all of those things that I think that society was really good at pushing upon us. Like, go to college, get a degree, get a job, buy a house, have a family, right? Like the perfect linear thing of if you don't do that, you're kind of a failure. (laughs) And so if there's anything that I'd go back and tell my younger self is that she got to define what success looked like for for her in her life. Because what success looks like for me now is vastly different than what it looked like even a couple years ago when I started my business. I thought it was about having the money. Like in my corporate job, I made so much money, I didn't even know what to do with it. I was going up through the corporate ranks, like no problem. (laughs) I was a very successful employee at where I last worked and I had it all from the outside. I had the car, I had the apartment, I had the independence, but I didn't have the happiness. And one thing that Tony Robbins taught me is that Success without fulfillment is the biggest failure. And that really hit home to me. And that's where I want you to really think about what is your current definition of success? And what would you tell your younger self your current definition of success is, right? That it doesn't have to be about having or doing all the things, but maybe it is just truly acting from joy, from experiencing fulfillment from the different areas of life that you spend your time in can tell you that's really close to what success looks like and means for me, okay? And it's going to change, and that's okay. But just know that you get to define it, and no one else has to, and that's something that's special to you. The next thing that I would tell my younger self is what is meant for you will never miss you. I've said this at least every single podcast (laughs) for the last couple of weeks, but it goes without saying that if I could tell my younger self what is meant for you will never miss you, I would hope for her that she would have taken more risks um, and that she wouldn't have dwelled on those moments where maybe she 
had the brutal things happen to her um, or maybe got bad news when she worked so hard to, you know, be the most perfected dancer she could be and never got recognized for it. I would tell her in that moment, what's meant for you will never miss you. And if you keep your heart open, the right things are going to come your way. The next thing that I would tell my younger self is that people will try and make their insecurities your insecurities by hurting you with them. I posted this on my reel today. Uh, It's just so funny. Last week, I got some news from some of the gals in one of the fitness classes I teach during the week. And it doesn't even matter. I I don't even care to share what it was. It honestly is just quite silly. But what was shown was that uh, people have some pretty deep-rooted insecurities and hurt people will try and hurt people. And that's what I would easily go back and tell my younger self is that when people were out to hurt me in those different ways, it wasn't because I wasn't enough. It wasn't because I did something wrong. I mean, again, I'm not trying to say I'm going to point the finger and not assume any of the blame. That's not where I'm going for here. But just more or less the idea of There is going to be people in life that are going to try and bring you down, that are going to try and dull your shine. Don't let them. Really reflect and come back home to you and realize that, yes, there's maybe some sort of thing that you could learn from the situation, but mostly to not take things personally and to not let their insecurities become yours. Because when you do, you give away your power and they will always win. Don't let them win. Because they're not worth it. Trust me. Okay. The next thing that I would tell my younger self is when you feel alone, you were never actually alone. Uh, There was a lot of times when I was younger where I felt alone, not, you know, again, by my family, but just more or less like the social connection and community with friends. I just felt like there was a lot of that that I, I, I missed out on, didn't have, or just didn't have a lot of. And um, I learned a, a lot of amazing things from it. I learned how to be really independent. I learned how to go out and work really hard and do amazing things for myself without having to depend on other people. Uh, but what that kind of turned into as an adult is that I've struggled to trust other people. Um, and I I feel like I've, I've struggled with maybe delegating or not going through certain things in life alone. Um, Like realizing that other people can come along for the ride and everything's going to be okay. Um, Just a lot of different ways that that has transitioned. But what I would tell my younger self is that you're never alone. There's people out there that would love and adore your effort, your attention, just who you are and everything that you are. You're just out there chasing the wrong person's attention. That's exactly what it was, is we get so focused. I got so focused on the people that didn't matter and trying to get the attention from them when there were so many other things that were just, all I had to do was make a decision to turn my head and walk through another door. And I probably would have had that and more, right? But sometimes you have to go through the crap in order to realize that it was crap and then to realize what the right direction is, right? So When you feel alone, just know that you're never actually alone. There's other things waiting there for you. It's just your choice to actually go out there and find them. The next thing I would tell myself when we're down to the final two are the most important love to have in your life is your own. 
my entire life, I feel like up until this point, has been, again, trying to prove myself or trying to gain love and acceptance from other people. Sometimes I would do things, make decisions, uh, throw my own boundaries out the window just so that I could feel some sort of love, acceptance, just belongingness to someone else, that someone else actually wanted me and, and I deserved them. And uh, that that's tough. That's a tough way to live life. Take it from me. That's, that's literally been most of my life. But things started to switch this year when I uh, decided to go through a therapy program to have more of a secure relationship with myself. Um, and I realized that it doesn't matter. It does not matter. The number one love that you should have in your life is the love that you have for yourself. Because when you have that, the love that other people give you is an addition and it's beautiful and it adds to your amazing life. But it also is not going to completely make or break your life either. I'm not saying that, again, you should go through life alone. I'm not saying that you don't need other people's love. Having other people's love is a gift. But I don't think you'll be able to fully understand and enjoy that gift until you find your own first. So that's what I'd go back and tell my younger self is to stop chasing the love and attention of other people and to come back home to me and to find the love for myself. And the last thing that I would tell my younger self, which really relates to what I just mentioned, but is that she's enough, that you are enough and what you do is more than enough. I'm still telling myself that to this day. And it's it's hard because some days you're not going to feel it. <laughs> some days it's going to be like pulling teeth to try and really believe in that. But the more that you're conscious of it, and the more that you can genuinely tell yourself that and act through that lens, I mean, your life's going to be absolutely beautiful, but it really does take work. It takes calling yourself out. It takes being aware. It takes celebrating your wins and yourself intentionally. Um, and it takes selective attention. It takes attention away from, again, others and putting it all back internally. Because trust me, there'll be plenty of people that try and convince you that you're not enough. I mean, even if they try to not convince you directly, you go on social media and there's your convincing. That's all you need. So shut that off for a little bit, right? Maybe take a social media detox if you feel like you're in a state where you're struggling to find your worth, your enoughness. And my hope for you is that through this is that you're able to gain just some time back with yourself thinking about what it is that you really want, what's going to make your life full and fulfilling, and that you're able just to create, like, as silly as this sounds, maybe just a list of activities, daily dates, right, to go and do with yourself. So you could go and actually discover just how freaking amazing that you are. It's those little moments in life, those little things where you show yourself that you you can when you didn't think that you could, it's those moments that built my enoughness that showed me like, wow, I'm actually a really high quality, amazing human being <laughs> that anyone would be really, really lucky to have in their life, right? I hope that that last note inspires you to not only tell yourself that, but to go out there and act upon that and take that time back with yourself, right? If there's anything that I can encourage you to do when you leave this podcast today is to go create your own list. Go create your own list of the things that you would tell your younger self. Have a conversation with your younger self today. 
or sometime this week, sometime this month. Don't leave it as like, oh, this sounds like a good idea and it never gets touched type thing. Because being able to write this list down and share this and have this conversation out loud with you guys today is just another amazing form of healing. And I appreciate you guys giving me that space. But now I want to encourage you to give yourself that space because it's probably past due and you are more than deserving of it. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. And I hope that this podcast really hit home. And if it did, please, please, please do someone else a favor today by sharing this episode with them, whether it's sending them the link, putting it out on social media, you never know who needs to hear this and what life it could change. Again, thank you guys so much for giving me this space. I always appreciate it. And I hope that you go and give yourself that space. And I will see you guys next week for another episode of Taco Better Tuesday. See you then.